favorite comedian, Anthony Rogers, live in his tour bus. Yeah. But also, you need to get a beard like this. People have been talking. They, they said your shit looks whack. It looks weird. They can't tell your pronouns. You need, you need to get a beard like this right now. And the only way to do that is by using luxurious bastard beard oil. Great smell, great function, great everything. Just get this. And there's directions on how to use it if you know how to read. But use the link in the description. Go to the website. Use promo code LEGENDARY. Get a discount. Do it. Thank you. Boom. I'm Dennis with the Anthony Rogers Show podcast. My question for you is, what would you do if you became president to help the working class? Well, you know, the, I think the, the principal thing right now is housing. That the price of housing is uh, is going up and it's beyond the reach of mm -hmm. most Americans. Along with oil and gas and food. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, inflation mm -hmm. is, is hurting everything. And inflation is more complex. Mm -hmm. I can't say that I'm going to stop inflation overnight. What I can say mm -hmm. is that I'm going to stop the, the long-term cause of inflation. I'm going to unravel a war machine. I'm going to reduce dramatically health care costs by ending the chronic disease. Welcome back to the greatest show that has ever existed. Uh, live from a random parking lot in Missouri. We have the best producer of all time. Uh, I've I loved this guy's music since uh, probably 10 years, I guess. I don't know, maybe longer. Uh, his name is Cisco Adler. He, uh, we'll pull him on here and let him talk for himself. But I, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, but I feel uh, like I need some beard oil. <laughs> it, it works on you. Yeah. The ad advertising works, you know. Yes, it shamed me because I'm hairless here. Yeah, I got a <laughs> That's the marketing tactic, right? It, it, it shames you till you grow a beard, and then you buy. You have to buy beard oil, you know. Yes, brother. But uh, dude, okay, so I was like uh, a big fan of all your stuff: White Star, Swayze, solo stuff. I mean, like, like I mean, legit, not just like some guy saying that. Like, legit, love all that music, man. And like, uh, I saw on Instagram recently, you started like uh, releasing music again in this like thing you call like surf country. Is that what you're calling it? Yeah, I mean. It sounds awesome. If we have to coin anything, you know, those two words work. It's uh, awesome. I've never heard that before. I saw you post that. It's that's like, awesome. um, look, country to me is anywhere there's a lot of grass, some animals, a barn, you know, and I grew up in Hawaii. Hawaii's super country. Malibu's super country. It's just not the country people think of when they think of country. You that's know? a very interesting perspective. Could you elaborate on that? Like, how, like, how would you say Malibu's countries? I'm not, I'm not from there. I'm not as familiar. I mean, Malibu under its like luxurious fucking sheen that everyone thinks is just a local straight, like rural town, right? Like we got mountains and ocean and Maui is straight. Like there's a thing called a Paniolo, which is a, a Hawaiian cowboy. And that's like, it's ranchers. You know what I mean? Anywhere people have a, a ranches to me is country, right? It's no, the it's the country, not country. No, you sold me. You sold me. I, I, that's an interesting perspective. And like, uh, no Maui. I, I went to Maui last year. It's kind of a weird place to me. Uh, you from there? Is that where you're from originally? I moved there when I was nine, and I, I grew up. My formative years were there. Okay, is your and, dad? And like, 
Up on the mountain is called up country. Okay. I didn't that's know like, that either. That's what you call it. I'm going up country. Yeah, I didn't I didn't trust my rental car to get up there, so I never went up the mountains. I did like uh it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It looked, it looked like it. No, it definitely is the that mushroom, whatever, the mushrooms <laughs> grow out of the cow shit. <laughs> perfect, perfect. No, yeah. but um your, da- your dad's Lou Adlu produced the Mamas and Papas. Was that during that time when he was producing them? That he's like, I, that, he's like he no, no, I them. wasn't. I wasn't born yet when he did that. Oh, okay, that was the seventies. When were you born? I was born in seventy-eight. So, oh, the, the end of it. Towards the end of that that run, he had right. Um, yeah. But it seeps in my blood. Oh no, definitely. I, I definitely think that. Like, uh, I, I'd say you're one of the best producers. Like, uh, just I mean, some of the stuff you did with like Mickey Avalon. I'm a big fan of his like stuff. Uh, you're and like awesome. uh, your your own stuff and like Swayze Swayze was a really good project. I mean, but you, I mean, you've done the like lists of them. Those are just the ones that, that I that stuck out to me the most. I'd say, you know. Yeah, it's I, been a lot. It's been a lot of chapters. I think the beauty of being um, an artist and a producer is, as a producer, you can work on a lot of other people's music, and you get to like uh, maybe go into those realms and and put those hats on. Um, so I really love that, and I've got to work with a lot of incredible people yeah yo yo it's weird i was like uh i think my wife reminded me how uh, awesome my life is today when i'm like uh i'm like like, i'm on this long ass ride now i just just had to sit in the passenger seat like she's driving i'm not even doing anything and and i'm still like she goes i'm still complaining about it and then and then she's like she's like literally telling me how i'm about to like interview like one of my favorite artists like 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 uh of all time how lucky i am to even have a conversation with like artists i, I look up to and, and respect and stuff like that and i'm just like oh, okay you're right you know, it's, you know, life is pretty you gotta great, count but... your blessings dog and i appreciate you saying that like for real no it's all true i don't have any yeah it's like uh I, I, you have I no reason to blow smoke up my ass. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, not at all. Just, just I mean, if you, if you're a sponsor, maybe you know. But I, I'm just, saying, <laughs> I'm just joking. But I know. I think um, you've done a lot of cool stuff, and, I, and that, and it got me excited when you released that uh, the Rocky Mountain High again thing, man. It got me really excited seeing you make music again. I don't know if you were the whole time, but but it caught me as if you are releasing again. Is that is that true or what? What's going on, more or less? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm ready to fucking get out there again. I kind of took. I never stopped making music as a producer and a writer. Right. Okay. So I, I've done a bunch of projects, but I haven't played live maybe a few times in the last 10 years. Um, and I haven't taken time to like focus on me as an artist. And I, and it's definitely, it was time. It just felt like time. So, um, so yeah, I started like focusing on that. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to now have, have a me chapter. So did you get burnt out on it or like uh, starting a family or what, what kind of thing? Yeah, no, it was definitely, I, you know, I had a kid. He's 10 now. Um, uh, okay. That makes sense. It was that 10 years of my life that I, I devoted any energy that was like left to him. Right. And now he's 10. He's doing awesome. I think he can even maybe come on the road with me. He can carry a fucking guitar case. <laughs> Where it but starts. It, it just starts. felt good. It felt good. I also want to be the best me for him, right? Now that he's like conscious and, and forming his own personality and world, I want him to look at me and know all of me and all that I do. And I don't like he saw me perform maybe the first time a few years ago, right? But he might even not known what like like as a kid, do you know what your parents do exactly unless you go to like take your kids to work day or some shit like that. So um feels good to show them that side of me. 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. That makes sense. It's kind of, it's kind of, kind of my goal too. When I, when I have kids, is like, I kind of like, you can just be, be wealthy enough to kind of hang out and just, <laughs> and, and, and miss, and you know what I mean? And like not have to. Uh, yeah, I had to tap out for a bit. I had to tap out. Uh, you know, I toured for so fucking long. I toured since I'm 20, fuck, 22. I saw like 300 days a year at one point. Wow. And, and I got sort of burnt. I did get burnt out. I got burnt out on, um, the grind of it, and maybe because like I wasn't, I had to start making music that fit my my new evolution, right? And I had to be able to say like, okay, I want to be able to sit on a stool and play guitar and make music and play music when I'm fucking eighty. What is that music gonna sound like? It's not gonna be like me jumping all over stage with my shirt off and fucking like, you know what I mean? So I had to just evolve a little bit. That's what we should. That's what we should do as humans. I think. I think that's true. My yeah. my my, my wife's grandfather's eighty eight and plays steel guitar. Like he uh, he, like awesome. he, he, he got me into country gospel. Like I I love that. I love that yeah. genre. Like out of like I never even knew it was a genre until I met him. To be honest with you, and it like, is. I, it is. It is. There's a great album called Dylan's Gospel. Ooh. Okay. That's a bunch of like acts covering Dylan in the sort of gospel uh, formula. It's great. That's it. I thought it was Bob Dylan doing gospel when he first said that, but, but that's uh, that, but that, that's interesting, man. Like, uh, and, and like, like, there's this Alan Jackson album that's like this. Like, he just says a bunch of country. Like, oh, uh, apparently, I didn't grow up. I grew up in like the suburbs. Look, country music comes from church, right? Like, exactly rock and roll that. comes from church. Soul music comes from church. I didn't go to church, but I go to the church of rock and roll, right? Like. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my wife's from a small town. I grew up in a suburb, so I was like, and I, I never even knew anything about this. So and I and I got so burnt out with like rock and stuff because like rock was like this. Like I mean, I, all I, you can only listen to '90s rock so much before you're just like, what else is there? You know, it's like, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, and, and like that's kind of how I feel about music and art and stuff. And then like he got me into that, and I went down this long kind of like I'm I'm just like sold in that thing. And then to see you make like a a, a kind of country. I mean, it's not like when I say country, I don't want to classify as that. It's not like. Twingy no. and like and like uh, poppy. It's not. It's not BS. You know. It's like no. But look, California country to me is like the Eagles. Neil Young when he lived in Topanga. And that like, makes more there's, sense. There's a whole chapter of that sort of rootsy rock and roll that leans on the country sort of songbook. I think. Um, but dude, I got steel all over the album, bro. Steel is a magical instrument. Love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yes. He, like uh, yeah, he got me into all that stuff. And it's cool. It's like you just sound like yourself still. Like, like, like you mean like you? Like it's just like it's just like you like put it in another genre technically. But you you always sound like yourself. Like you mean like you're like you're like an authentic dude. So it's always just like uh, you know what's funny? I wrote Rocky Mountain High again 15 years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. And I was digging through my hard drives, just sort of like getting inspiration, seeing like what where I've been. And I I remember this tune that I wrote. Actually, during the Swayze sort of chapter, but it didn't fit my chapter then, right? So I couldn't do that. Um, so some songs just sit in the hard drive, and I had to go through it. So that verse vocal is actually from 15 years ago. I went and re-sang the hooks, reproduced around it. But it was actually about we got trapped in, in Colorado, and we had to get Shway back for a court date, or he was going to go to jail. And, and like... We were trapped. We had to brave the veil pass. So that whole song is about that. That's so. See, I I took that song as like you're you're ready to write music again. It's almost like like how how I when, when I saw that I, I felt I felt that vibe of like isn't that weird? Music it, 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 music transcends though. Like in fact, I think I wrote it 15 years ago for right now. And that and that's maybe not, it, 
maybe it was for right when I decided to make music again, it was the perfect sort of like gospel for me to follow. It's almost what it felt like that, that you're just like, that, like you just saying, like kind of the words and the, and, the, and the vibe and stuff just seemed like you're just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do this again. You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write a bunch of these hits and get these songs back out again. And like, uh, and like your work ethic along with your music. Cause I mean, you, a lot of, a lot of people only have one of them. They either have like a, like, like I, I have strong work ethic, but I have no talent. So I'm a comedian. So like to where, to where like, uh, like you have the talent to write like really good songs and like this, like modern California song like sound kind of thing and then you, you seem to have the work ethic to do something with it so you're not just like some guy on the street playing a ukulele perfect you know like, like yeah. I, I see a lot of that i see like the most talented artists i see are on sidewalks you know i mean typically but but, but it's a good I, balance. That, man. I can't uh i can't not write and make music every day i can't mm. i'll wither up like if i was a flower that'd be my soil you know that's crazy man there's so um Kind of cheesy typical questions, but like what kind of like acts got you into this? Like more so to like you you like saw somebody on TV, you're like, I'm gonna be that or whatever. Like what kind of thing was that was was like the moment you knew you'd be a musician forever, you know? So okay, let's go down the line. First of all, it was like strangely, it was like the far side and tribe called quest and NWA and hip hop really was when I found music. But then, like you said about 90s rock, like it hit a ceiling for me where I needed to go find other shit. And couple, I have a couple like sort of pivotal moments. One, my carpool, when I was a kid, these two dudes, they just played Sabbath and fucking like heavy shit all the time. And it was the only, I wouldn't even listen to that shit. I would only listen to hip hop. And then that sort of opened my mind. Black Crows, Shake Your Money Maker, shit like that really like fucking blew my mind. Um, and then when I started, but then I was like a rapper and I was rapping and then I found the Rolling Stones and I sampled the Rolling Stones and that was my like lead into the Stones, right? But then Eminem came out and I was like, okay, he did it. I ain't gonna, he did it the best for young white rapper, right? I don't, that, that sort of like moment is gone. So I have to figure out what I do. So I started making rock and roll and like, Shit like that. And then I walked into the Roxy one night and I saw Mickey Avalon and he was playing. And I was like, wait, I think I can help this guy. I think this is all my toolkit from the like rock and roll side to the hip hop production to the fucking, you know. So it's really weird uh, that like all of that really shaped me. And look, I love the Eagles. I love the songwriting of the Eagles. I love harmonies and melodies and and. I, I still, no matter what, approach it like a hip-hop producer, though. I think that's maybe what makes it a little different than if someone else was doing it. It's like, I learned to make music as a hip-hop producer. I learned to sample. I learned to make beats. And I've never left that. Even when I go in and record a live drummer, even when I record fully live, I start that hip-hop mentality. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Fucking a, a quilt, dog. It's a quilt. <laughs> I, I I think a lot of uh, talented musicians definitely take from a lot of other like stuff like uh, like, like White Star reminds me a lot of like like this like this really good rock band like 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 uh, that would have been around like the seventies or something but was around but was around the two thousands and was still awesome like, like I mean it was like it, it reminds me of, like this like seventies rock band kind of thing I know it's so funny I just revisited some of those because I I had to, everyone was telling me to get it up on streaming so I started listening to it and and I'm trying to get some of that up on the streamers now but you know. 
I remember the day I decided that I was going to stop doing White Star and I was going to focus on the Shwayze stuff because the White Star stuff to me, it was done better by, by the Stones. It was kind of, it was, look, for me, for me, right? And maybe it was self-conscious, right? Like now I can accept it. But the Shwayze stuff I was making and producing and writing, to me, I knew in my head that in 20 years, that would be some people's Rolling Stones. Gotcha. You and I had that epiphany. Yeah, that was yeah. a more that was a more like new genre to the time. It was, it was like rap. It was with brand like, new. Rap. No one had ever done it. And like again, it was my toolkit. It was like melodic rap is my fucking shit. De La Soul when they used to sing kinda on shit and and all that. So like, yeah, I just had to make something new. Now, now that I'm an old cat, I can I can look back on all that fondly and I can make whatever I want, right? But when you're young and you're trying to make a stamp. I wanted to make a new stamp. Yeah, and you kind of did because you you mixed really good choruses with rap, and I, I think that was that was very interesting. I re I remember the first time I heard buzzing. It was like on Love Line. It was before anybody, I, I, before I feel like anyone else heard it. At least I'm sure other people heard it, but it yeah. was like it was like very early in that song blowing up. It was on it was on Love Line, and, I, and it was somehow introduced. I forgot how it was introduced. Maybe, maybe well, I was maybe probably on Love Line. I was wondering if one of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was on that show a bunch. Yeah. Okay, so like, uh, and then they played that song, and I'm like, "What?" It just sounded so good, bro. I love that. I love that song. And then you guys like blew up right after that. Like, I mean, and maybe you were already—I don't know if you're already bigger what, but no, man. I like felt the thing—the thing about that song was, well, look, there were CDs back then, <laughs> so we burned I, CDs. I we burned CDs, but even before that, we burned CDs and we were giving it out to all the girls and all the shit. And like, that song was a one listen. Right. I don't I now maybe I can try to dissect the magic. But at the time, it was just what I wanted to hear. You know, you guys kind of captured like both your guys like personality too. it seemed like doing that. Like uh, yeah, duo, black kid, white kid at the time. Like, you know, I had lived already a chapter. I toured with everyone from ZZ Top to fucking Kid Rock to fucking everyone. And then and he was still green. And there was a magic to that. Because some of the storytelling was my my life experiences, but there was also this green energy. And when you put it together, it was it was combustible, right? Yeah, it was perfect, man. And I remember I remember like reading the stories on that. Is, is that true? He like jumped on stage and started rapping to you. Is that how you guys met? He did. I mean, he was just a kid in the boo. He was in the. He wasn't even like really making music. He was in like a little like kind of a, a band that he rapped. I think. Um, but we played almost every week at the Malibu Inn, White Star, and he jumped up and he started rapping, and and it was it was kind of magical. And then he just started sleeping on my couch, and like like I said, I was a little older. He was like he was twenty, twenty one, and or maybe even younger. And like I we needed some young, fresh girls around. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like, okay, you can sleep on the couch. You can get, get bring the girls over, and whenever I'm not working on Mickey or whatever, we'll we'll start making songs, right? It was sort of like almost like a musical internship, I think. And and like, look, he's a he's a star, right? He's a charismatic star. I knew that from the minute. But but we went to work, and like, listen, as much of a happy accident as that was, it was also carefully crafted music produced purposely and um he had a story to tell i had a story to tell 
melody meets rap. Look, we know now that works a lot, but at the time it was kind of unheard of. So it was pretty new. No, I remember hearing that style yeah. and thinking it was pretty new at the time. That, yeah, that was great. And you guys had like a TV show too at one point, I think, on like, on like, I was it VH1? What was it on? Something like that? MTV. MTV. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember yeah. it be, I remember that show too, bro. Yeah. No, I, uh, I was like 20 something watching that. I'm like, I'm like, man, these guys, I, I just love, I love the energy you guys had going on at that time. And that was a cool thing. And like, seeing it evolve too. Cause like, I mean, your solo stuff, man. I, I like Long Strange Trip probably the best right now. That's you like, know what's so funny? I just played that in rehearsal for the first time today. And I'm playing it tomorrow night, and I wasn't gonna do it. And and Orby, my who's playing drums with me, who's also in White Star, so we're playing. There's like all these like circles being completed right now. But his wife is singing backups, and she was like, "You have to play that song. It's like, in my opinion, that's your best song. I, I like a lot of your stuff. I like I like I like a lot of your stuff. You, you have a really big catalog with a lot of good stuff." Best, that's my favorite song of yours, probably. Like, that's like, you uh, know, it's very, and I realized even more today, it's super close to home and autobiographical, but it's also wide, right? Um, but like, it's deep, man. It kind of describes my whole journey. My journey, although I've had a lot of fun, it's also been, you know, a lot of roadblocks, a lot of blind turns, a lot of, you know, rebuilding myself and sort of trying to redefine myself. What the fuck am I, you know? Um, and that song really hit today. It was like, oof. Yeah, I almost put that in the intro, but I'm like, he has a new song. Put the new song in the intro. Yeah, you, know, like, you know, I said you can put whatever you want in there. I know. I know. <laughs> I almost put Long Strange Trips just because I love that song. And like, yeah. But, but I, was, I, was, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, he's got a new song. Push the, push the new song. You know what I mean? Like, 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 uh, like you know awesome. what but no, it was great. It was that's that's one of my favorite ones. That, yeah, if you're watching this at home, like Long Strange Trips, Cisco and I have a great song. Um, it's, it's kind of like some Beatles Beach Boy kind of thing, like when, when when they wrote good stuff, not like the I want to hold your hand kind of stuff, you know, like the um, like it's the, deep. Like the, that's not. I like almost cried fucking singing it today. Well, it's yeah, it's like um, are are you familiar with like Smile Empty Soul, like that band from the two thousands? Like, of course, of course. Okay, they had that song like Vultures on their Vulture album. It's the same exact energy as like Long your, your Long Strange Trips song. It's like. It's the same thing, like um, and, and like it's literally like uh, it, it, it feels like it's the it's like how do I describe this? Like, like uh, the most like it's just authentic. It feels it feels authentic when you hear it and you feel it and you're like you're like man, and, and these people aren't always in a good mood, you know. And it seemed like you're just kind of in a questioning mood kind of thing. Like it's it's kind of melancholy. That was a tough time. That was a tough time. It was super melancholy, but it's also on this like old um, uh, nylon guitar which why it has that sort of ringing sound and like that body, like even the guitar sounds honest. Yeah. You know, it's true. That is true. I think and it might like, be the only solo I've ever played on my own shit. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a lyric guy too. And like, you, you have the ability to make like songs sound good and write good lyrics that aren't like empty. Like, you know, like I feel like, you know, it's like, cause, cause a lot of, a lot of people that are really good at music, like kind of like, they just like blah, 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 the, the lines, you know, they're like, Blah, blah, blah. I can't do that. I yeah, can't. I can't. You know what? Like my English teacher must have beat some fucking shit into me because I love words and I love same. Um, I love alliteration and poetry and deep meaning and like I think what always sort of rang true to me was hide the medicine and the candy, right? So it's like even if it's a major chord and happy chords, the melancholy can still exist in the lyric. You know, so 
Yeah, I love it. I'm a lyric guy. I, 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 and for you to say that makes me truly happy. Well, yeah, no, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely way more to lyrics too, but, but I think you, I think you have both though. You have the ability to uh, get these like hooks and like sounds that just kind of stick in your head and sound good. And then, and then you have the way to like articulate a good story also. And I think, I think that's very rare in music. I think like, uh, it comes from rap though. I think it comes from years uh, of, of rapping and writing raps in my notebook and obsessively freestyling for hours. And like the, the sort of, um, the, the advantage rap has is that it has a lot of words, right? If you sing a song, it might only have 20 words, the whole fucking song, but rap might have 120 words. And so again, I think taking that rap mentality, even when I'm writing other shit might be, might be the reason I, I want those lyrics to be so good. I want like some hidden rhymes and, and like, I don't know. I think, I think maybe, um, my vocabulary because of my English teacher, Mr. Anderson, and like reading Shakespeare and reading Bukowski and reading these sort of classics. Um, maybe it just sunk in. Shout out Mr. Anderson. I've been fucking hyping him up later lately. I don't know where he is, but he was such a dick. But now I realize that like he saw something and he just wanted to drill it into me. You know what I mean? So thank you, dog, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, those are some of the best uh, teachers. Like uh, the the ones that you uh, find out later were awesome. Even if you, even they rubbed you the wrong way, it's like, I, and, I, and I feel the same way, kind of teaching people too. Because I'm I'm kind of an asshole, and I'll just I'll, I'll, like I just want this point across. I don't even care if you like me. I just want this point across. And I and I think a lot of the best teachers are like that. No, I think that's a that's a good point, man. Yeah. Uh, and like, uh, no, it's great. Uh, and then okay, so on Mickey Avalon too, like on production aspect of it, like uh, what what do you say is that is that the name of it? I, that is my that is one of my favorite songs you produce for for like Mickey and. Uh, what do you say? Yeah, dude, I, I, that 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 one's so hilarious. It's like it has Andre Legacy on it, I believe. Uh, Mickey Avalon. You, I did that with Lil John. John. I did that at Lil John's house. Shout out Lil That's John for his performance yesterday. That that was like bottled up ego, and I loved it. You know, it was just it was just like it was like just but the his whole part was the best part. <laughs> Of the fucking performance. Like, it felt just authentic. He's an authentic motherfucker. He's my brother. But I went over there, and Mickey actually had that sample from... Mickey is a very, is a student of culture going way back. Like, he's a very intelligent dude. And he was digging in these old, like, folk songs. And he had that ching chunga chinga chinga chime Yeah, And, like, so it all... He brought that in, and it all started with that. Um, funny story about that song. I didn't know that song was in The Hangover till I was in the theater watching the movie. Wait, that was in The Hangover? I, okay, I knew I knew you had a song in The Hangover. I didn't know which one it yeah, was. Yeah, it was that song. And I'm fucking, I'm like, what the fuck? I called fucking his manager, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Gave me a little letter. Royalty. Where's my 45? Yeah. They haven't paid me yet. Oh, they won't, bro. No, 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 no then. Movie. Now they paid me. <laughs> oh, okay. These movies, I, I didn't know movies like still did that. Like that's crazy. Like I hear so many people on like Spider-Man soundtracks and stuff that just never got money at all, man. Like I, it dude, sucks. The industry is built that way because look, they like to sit on, they like to sit on it and and accrue interest until you find the trail, and the trail is like very hard to track sometimes. So look, there's a lot of money out there. We're not getting on YouTube. There's a lot of money everywhere. Like. And it sucks because you have artists struggling and they might have money sitting somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like you have to bypass all those ways too. Like, like uh, for YouTube, for example, 
They'll find any excuse to demonetize me in a podcast in a podcast format. So I just sell ads. I'm just like, I don't need your nickels, YouTube. Like, I'll, I'll just sell ads and like, uh, you know I mean, I'll just sell ads for like four grand or something like that, or, or whatever, whatever, I, whatever. I, like, I shouldn't even said the money, but like, I'll sell ads. <laughs> and, then, and then basically, like, like, do that because like, like YouTube will give me like, oh, here's a hundred dollars after like a year's hard work. You know, it's like. But the thing is, though, you almost have to be broke for like a decade in real art, almost to to get established. I mean, not everyone has to. Like, like there's a lot of people. It sucks. It's it's part of the it's par for the course, which sucks, right? Yeah, Um, yeah. But you start to get good at finding it and figuring out how to do it. And like, look, you know what's kind of dope is they hadn't paid me yet. I saw it in the movie. I'm like, now you got to pay me this. Now the number just went up. And it's like, okay, pull it out the fucking movie now. But you know what? They didn't, they didn't put it in the fucking, if you watch it on DVD or whatever the fuck you watch it on now, it's not in there. It was only oh. in theatrical because of that whole shit. Oh, man. Man, that's crazy. That, that, that was such a big movie, man. Like, I didn't, I didn't catch that, that that was in there. Like, that's crazy. Like, uh, It was right when they woke up in the fucking room and the room is all fucked up. Perfect, perfect time. Yeah, yeah. That is a perfect song for that, man. I, I listen to that at the gym sometimes I'm doing cardio, man. It's just it's just straight ego music, man. It's like it's just like uh you know I mean it, I just I love that vibe and like um yeah, no, I, like, love such a, I love those guys and I love that time. Yeah, it you it felt like that. It felt like a bottled up like fun time. You mean you could like feel things through music and it seemed like that. Yeah, we were having, awesome. We were having too much fun, maybe. <laughs> That's what it sounded like like uh <laughs> No, that was, that was great. So, yeah, no, I think we talked a lot about the past. And I think that probably it's boring for artists and stuff. I'm not sure, but I just, I'm just a big fan. and wanted to know a bunch of that stuff. But, um, so like, uh, future wise, like what, what's going on? Like, uh, you just, you just released, uh, Rocky Mountain High again. And like, what, what, what else is I, going on? Uh, I, I just released that joint and it was great. Cause I got fucking new music Friday country, which is like crazy oh, for a dude from California. Well, right? any- cause, that's a, Cause country is a, is a tight knit sort of group. Right. And, and like, if you ain't in Nashville, they might not give you love. Right. But to me, it's more about what does the guitar sound like? What is the twang? What is the essence of it? And to get that, it was super um, validating and awesome. Um, but I got a tune coming out on March 8th called The Salt in the Sea, which is one of my favorites, a new one. Um, and then I'm dropping music every month this year. I'm playing it. I'm playing my first show tomorrow to warm up for festivals. Uh, I got a festival on Friday, and then I'm gonna start playing more. So maybe I'll come out and see you in St. Louis. Definitely, man. Uh, yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Like I am so excited you're you releasing music and doing shows again, bro. Like I, I, I love you. You have some one of the best sounds in music, man. Like like uh, in, in yes. a in a in a positive way. Like you have a really like really positive sound. Even if even if the song's dark sounding sometimes. I mean, you know, it just has this really positive sound. I love it. I'm I'm hyped to see what else you got, man. Like you know, I'm I'm glad I'm glad. I'm glad you're back in the game. Even if you never left, I'm glad you're. Like like putting have output and stuff. Yeah, you know? now I just gotta put me out there and like I do feel like something has changed with um the adoption of the internet aging up to where for the first time in history people who are maybe 35 and up are still discovering music. And that didn't happen wow. ever before. You sort of wow. listen to what you listen to in high school and then you listen to it forever. Right, <laughs> that's most people, bro. I, I, I think no, it's changing. Of- it's changing because now they're now they're flipping through the feed and like, oh, and like, oh I like that. I'm gonna and it's an easy click 
And now you have acts like Jelly Roll winning fucking awards and you have Killer Mike winning awards. And like the, I think five or six of the top Grammys were, were artists who were over 35. And that's magical because as artists, we got more to say. We got like maybe even more to say or realer shit to say than we ever said, you know? I agree. And like, yeah, I know I, I, we, I think we're, uh, we're negotiating Jelly Roll on here. He's one of the biggest artists in the world right now, which is crazy. Um, it's amazing. And he, um, like when he said that, okay, you said that country was a tight knit thing. And like, I think it used to be bro, but I, but I think right now it is like, um, like you look at, um, I mean, you look at the billboard top 10, like, like week to week or at all seven of the songs would be country right now, bro. We're going through this. Like, we're going country, this is, country is it. And, and it's because of hip hop infiltrating it and the 808s infiltrating it, the Morgan ah. Rollins and stuff like that sort of like exposed it. And now for me, I think the next phase is it coming back around the coast and coastal country, surf country, California country, much like it probably was when, like, like I said, when the Eagles happened and when Topanga was sort of a, a, a nest for all this music that was made then. I think that's how I feel it happening. I feel the electricity. When I put out the shit, people got excited and like immediately it was because I was just as excited. And I was like, are they going to be excited? And they got excited. And it's like, and you, you've been following me. So, like, you could have been like, yeah, fuck the new shit. Right? But that wasn't the case. Immediately I got hyped. No, immediately I got hyped, bro. I've been following you for, like, probably, like, for years because of, like, I just just your your track record, bro. And then I saw you put new music out. And, like, I felt like a little kid. I was, like, so happy that That's you awesome. were. That, 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 I'm, like, I'm like, this guy's riding music again? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I, it was just, like, it was, it was just a great feeling, man. Like, uh. Like, like, so I'm validating what you're saying. Like, 100%. Like, I'm on the consumer end of this, and 100% agree. Like, like, like I, I, it was so it feels, crazy. It feels good when people uh, feel good about it, right? We can, we can write music all day in a room and um, concoct a sort of narrative in our own head of what we think it is. But when you let the bird go and it flies and people like it, it really feels fucking good. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad I'm glad you get something out of all the good music you wrote for us to listen to. So I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you get something out of it. You know, it's like I like I'll I'll I was listening to it a little bit on the way uh on the way back to my bus today too because I just knew you were gonna be on. So I was jamming to a lot of that stuff, man. Like uh and that and that Rocky Mountain High like song's pretty cool. I I, I feel like that's like you you're like you're like okay, I don't know how to describe this. It's like it's like your first step back into music. You're like, okay, I released this. And, and I'm like so excited to see where else it goes. Like, like I'm so excited to see. You're where gonna dig going. it. You're gonna dig it. I already know, dude. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to just to see your, like the new catalog you create, brother. It's I, fucking I, on. Let me tell you, it's on. <laughs> I love hearing <laughs> that, man. I love hearing that, dude. And like, uh, and yeah, if you like, I'll, I'll book you in St. Louis if nobody is, man. I'm gonna fuck like you mean. Let's you go. Mean, let's go, dude. I mean, I played St. Louis so many fucking times, and what, St. Louis what? has always been good to me. Okay, okay. Where have you played at out here? What's the big fucking theater over there by that hotel? The pageant uh, by Moonrise? I played the pageant for sure. Moonrise, yes, exactly. But I've yeah, also yeah. played what there's another place kind of down the road from that, an, an older joint. What's the older joint? Give me the names of the places. Uh blue I think you're thinking of Blueberry Hill. Maybe Blueberry Hill, maybe I was Chuck Berry's spot back in the day. Um, 20, 30, I don't know how many fucking years in this game. I've played everywhere. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I figured that. So, yeah, I'm surprised you could even name some in St. Louis after after you played. Dude, I remember game. almost every fucking show. Wow, that's awesome. Like I remember weird shit. Like 
it's pretty funny. I don't remember a lot of shit, but I remember that. I remember maybe because those experiences were such like stepping stones on my, on this journey that like, I don't remember the parties. I don't remember this, but I remember the work. I remember pulling into the places. I remember what food I went to eat and like the grind. travel. I remember the I remember the restaurants. Mostly. Yeah, oh, me too, dude. I go straight oh, to them still when I go that's, back. That's the best. And when you're talking about St. Louis, there's 314 people watching, which is the area code here. And like, uh, it, like look at that. Yeah, yeah. Now it's 324. But like when you was talking about St. Louis, there's 314 on the on the on the. That's because the, the fucking sacred geometry is on my side right now. It is. It is, man. Like I, I definitely think it's. Yeah, no, I believe. I think the veil that used to protect evil's gone. We're going through a renaissance, I think, and it's uh. I agree. And, and I hope guys like you can take us there without a, <laughs> and we can avoid this whole like uh, all the negativity that's around. You know, I hope. I hope uh, yeah, I we hope need that. to like we need to like personally. I need to make mantra music that like is is how I want the energy to reverberate back and like sort of like shake my cells. And I don't want that negative energy coming back. So I'm not going to put it out. You know, I've noticed that about you. I've noticed that about you. I definitely, yeah, you don't seem like a guy gets, gets caught up in that. Like, I, I, I'm constantly fighting all negativity. I'm Irish. I mean, look, that. I got demons. I find my demons every day. We all have the demons, but it's how you um, attack them back and, and lay them to bed, right? And do the work. I've done a lot of work. I mean, therapy works. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think weed works for a while, then quit smoking weed works for works now. It's weird. I don't know what like the same thing with me not smoking weed is what weed I'm not smoking weed right now. I haven't smoked in a month. Same. Holy shit, you're saying exactly a month for me too. That's so crazy. And, and then I and then you smoke a little and you get paranoid as fuck and you're like, this shit sucks. Hundred percent. That's why I quit smoking. That's exactly why I quit smoking. I was like, dude, I was like smoking like a half pound every two weeks and like and like you know, like, nail it, like me too. I'll be back. Let's not be holier than that. We'll be back. Oh, I know. I'm wearing a smoking <laughs> edible side. I'll be definitely be. I'm wearing an edible side. I'll definitely be back in the game. We'll be back. But right but now I, it feels good. And like, I mean, I love weed, but I also love. Um, I love the fact that I'm. I still feel the same energy high, and maybe it's because I'm finding the high somewhere else right now. Yeah, I've been I've been working out a lot, and now and now I talk to people. You mean like I, I when I was stoned, I would just like I would just be internal and like. Like, like my, I think my wife just smoked. I, I smell the dabs. You look good, bro. You look good. I was going to tell you. Well, thank, thanks, Doc. You thanks, look bro. good. I mean, the beard is fucking massive, so you, you, you don't know what that. But I saw a post that you're saying you were working out. Dude, working out isn't just about the body. It's about the chemicals your brain gets. Oh, dude, it is. Yeah, that has kept me sane and kept uh kept a lot of people not insulted. You know, just just <laughs> just, just just I ride I ride a bike two miles to to the gym, two miles back, do cardio there, lift stuff, and I'm like I reward myself with a hot tub, man. I'm like I'm like if I do all this crazy shit, I can sit in a hot awesome. tub. You know what I mean? It's like that carrot dangling, like the hot tub's that good. I feel good like good for you, know? good for you, dude. We'll see how long it lasts, but no, I I, I uh no, I <laughs> we'll be fucking stoned in on a couch pretty soon. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i had been like since 16 so i mean it's weird it's weird actually caring about working out when i just thought it was lame until until like i'm back in it too i'm doing the same every other fucking day i'm in there do i wake up at 5 a.m i fucking deal with life for a bit and i work out and then i just attack the day like it's a fucking mountain 
when you when you said 5 a.m i remember that like that 7 a.m my time and then and then also i was like thinking i was like when i was in hawaii i felt like i was such a go-getter because it's like five hours behind like behind everything i'm like man i woke up at like 5 a.m today in hawaii you know and, and i'm like it's like 10 a.m back but then home. you're trying to do business and you're like ah oh, fuck i can't even do it oh dude that's crazy too like like dude speaking of time yeah dude time zones I had this guy from England on, and, and then, like, uh, I'll talk to people from, like, uh, I had this, like, Hindu actress, and then, like, this, like, WNBA player in Finland, and, like, they, like, it is so hard for people to understand, like, like time zones, and I have to because it's my job. I, I, I have can't to do time zones. I'm bad well, at it. Well, when I hit you up, I have to know that you're two hours behind me. Yeah. I have to, and when I hit people up, I have to know it because nobody. Dude, I had to, like, watch the clock to not miss this because I would have easily just fucking floated by it. Dude, no, it's hard. I, I just set alarms sometimes. I'll just be like, "Hey, Siri, set alarm for the." You know, it's like I, I, I have to do that too. Even even doing it every night, you know, I have to I have to do that too. Because like eight thirty on my time, it happens fast. Like, and like a lot, yeah, there's so much time zone confliction, man. With like all this, like, yeah, uh, I'm not good at that. Like, if it gets in my calendar and beeps, fucking hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, I try to remind people because I feel like that's the only way I could do. It. Like, I hit you up. Yeah, I don't want to miss this because it's live, and I don't want to fuck you over. Every other meeting. You know what? If I miss it, I miss it. Like, what the fuck? Well, I appreciate that. I, I, legit, legit, huge fan of your work, man. Like, I think, like, uh, no, you're awesome, dude. I appreciate. You. I hate saying that because, like, so many people fake that. You know what I mean? So many people are just like, really like, oh man. We I can just, tell when someone fakes that. We can tell. Like, like, I read your book. I heard your song. You lost. Yeah. I seen the movie. You know, it was yeah. all really good. And like, and, and then, then you're like, like, what song? And they're like, uh, well, they're all good. I like the one. one. The one. They're all good. You know, it's like. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, no. no I, you, you were, you mentioned a deep cut, bro. Well, yeah, dude. No, yeah, long strange trip. Your best song. That's a opinion. deep cut. That's, a that's deep the cut, best bro. song. That's your best song. Hey, not, not to downplay anything else, but that's your best song. Like in they're my, awesome. it's the realest one, probably. You know, like the, but they're I think, all I, real, dog. They're all. They are. Real. They are. <laughs> because like when you're partying, like you want to put, you want to put on the party tracks and stuff, and then like, and and, yeah. and then you got, and yeah, yeah, they're, they're all in your different moods. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know what? Someone has to. Someone has to live their life to your music for it really to have made an impact. It's not like they're sitting around going like, I want to listen to this because of like, they have to just go about their life and that has to soundtrack their life. And so that's super meaningful to me when people have chosen to soundtrack their existence with the music I make, that becomes like a very symbiotic relationship that's like powerful to me. Like it means a lot, dog. Yeah, yeah, like that's all. I mean, even hearing good stuff like that to me as a consumer, I feel like, uh, yeah, and, and like probably why I said it was the realest. Like, like I want to take that back. So you're right. I think I I do stand corrected and think you you're authentic and like most of the things you do <laughs> totally. in, in the mood you're in. But, but I'm just saying I want to retract things. I think that's just where I'm at right now. Dealing with like a lot of stuff, and I think that that's why that song and like Vultures by Swamp Thing Soul kind of stick out because I feel like you guys are in that mood I'm currently in right now and trying to fight. Yes, yes, bro. And like, and like Vultures is good too because it just talks about like. Like, like my like Sean's a singer in that band. And he's he's like one of my buddies. And like, and like I feel like like he's one of the few people that can relate to like complaining about being successful. Because because I don't like I mean like a lot of my friends can't really. I mean I'm not trying to downplay. I'm not trying to like, but they can't. No, no, no. Like few people accomplish their dreams, and then few people then complain about them. You know, like, I mean, and I think like Sean's one of those guys that I, I get hit up at any time. He's doing the same thing. He's like he's like, he's like yeah, like this is just not enough. And like like it's just no matter what we're doing, this is never enough. And I can have. And like I'm that's literally we are that's because we're driven by nature. And yeah. and if you're driven, you need the next piece of road. 
That's what it is yeah. too. Yeah, because it's like it's like like right now I'm literally talking to one of the best producers of all time, complaining about how my dreams coming true suck. You know, it, it's like, like that, well, you better you better check yourself too, and not complain too much. My wife, the, uni that. the universe doesn't want to hear you complain. No one does. No one does. But the no. universe listens to you and gives you exactly what you are telling it to give you. And yeah. so that's why I try to like repeat mantras all day long. I try to shake off negative thoughts and be like, no, I'm going to fucking win right now. And I want the universe to hear me saying that and know that I mean it. So it gives me the wins because when I'm wallowing and I'm deep in the fucking hole, believe me, it gives me more holes or it gives me a shovel. Right. And right. like, you got to be careful what you say. Like when my kid says like, even me, like, I'll be like, I'm an idiot. Like, don't say that. Yeah, I, I say, yeah I'll be saying that, too. Yeah. Don't say that. Say you're amazing. Say I'm the fucking shit. Are you familiar with Abelhart? Like, Abelhart's music? No. Oh, dude, he kind of does this thing where he uses frequencies and, like, and, like affirmations in, like, rap form. And it's, like, and it's like well, not his teaser. Dude, so I'll link you to some of his stuff. Yeah, no, it's so, if you have an iPhone. Yeah, like frequencies, right? We've been talking a lot about writing in 432 as opposed to 440. And, like... Because 432 is the natural frequency of life. Yeah. The most, is most music is written in 440. They want everybody kept low so they can control them. I mean, that's what they say. But, like, I Bob Marley is in 432. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Bob Marley. I used to I used to not like Bob Marley, but I've been listening to a lot of it lately, man. You can't not like Bob Marley. I did for decades, bro. But, but, but like, but like now it's, like, so good. Like, I'll, I'll ride my Best bike ever. out. It's the best ever. I think growing up on an island and having Bob Marley be around every corner is also a big part of my musical chemistry and, and makeup because, like, come on, dude. Bob Marley sat – dude's been gone for a long time. It sounds now no matter when you listen to it. Dude, it does. And, like, I, I like uh, – I'll put on Three Little Birds and just, like, put that on – My favorite song of all time. Dude, it's so good. And like it just puts you in that zone. It's like I'll be like uh just dealing with like I don't know, like like just like uh I'm not gonna just life. Dealing with life. Easy way to elaborate. Yes, yes, without getting too personal. Uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I was gonna catch you. I was gonna catch you in case you said something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate my back on that, man. No, I'll play that song and repeat, man. And, and, and like, and like, you'll just be like singing along, like everything's gonna be all right. You're like riding this bike, like this e-bike, like twenty miles an hour, and in, 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 in this like seventy degree weather, right? We had last week, man. And it's just like it just changes your mind, and just like it, it just makes you realize, you know, like it's mantra uh, music. He made mantra music, like definitely, you know, definitely. And that that was just such like, yeah, that that song is just I've been listening on a repeat for about a week or so, man. And like, uh, yes. it's the it's, best. It's, it's, it, it is. It's just like a great song. And I think, and I never appreciated it as a kid. I was always like, I, I did. It was my favorite song when I was like eight years old. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. I was into Elvis then probably. I, I felt, I feel like that was That's like my, awesome. it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, it was like the birth of rock I found when I was young, you know? And then like, and then you get like older and you're like, oh man, I love Kurt Cobain. And then you get like older, you're like, oh, I like Jim Morrison. And then you get like older and you're like, you're like, all oh, those guys are idiots when they died young. You know, it's like, I mean, I'd be rude, but like, you know what I mean? They like, 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 like Kirk Cobain seems like a teenager to me, you know. Like when I look back, I'm like I'm like almost forty, and I look at him and he's like he's like wiping his hands with pizza on like napkins and like oh I married a stripper. I'm like yeah, that's like a child's dream. I mean it's just like, it's just like uh, I don't know, and not to downplay, I'm great music and stuff. No, I mean you know? brilliant, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. But I think brilliant music. You seem to be doing a lot of uh, internal work right now, and when well, you're doing a lot right when now, when you yeah. do internal work, 
you start to look at diff the different branches on the tree, the ones that flower, not the ones that fall. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I was way more into the, you know, that the tragic aspect. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna die young, and now I'm like 37. I'm like, wow, I missed that window, you know. I'm like, <laughs> I want to go to, I want to go to 120, dude. That's how I am now. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm like married and like happy and like all these things are happening, yes. me, you're like, man, I'm glad I didn't die at 27, like like an idiot. Yeah, you know? dude. No, I like, too, when my wife met me, like, I don't know what the fuck she saw in me, but she must have saw now. Yeah, that's they probably made our wives probably made us into civilized human beings. If, if you're like, let's, you give see, like let's give them, let's give them the praise. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, they deserve it, man. Because like I don't, yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I was, I was a, I was a different kind of comedian, man. I was like, I was, I was like a very mean kind of person, like you know, and like, uh, and just like I, I changed it, you know, I changed it all. Like I, I remember that I was like just. I had this like thing where I just love pissing people off. It just made me laugh. Like, and I still do to a degree, you know, it's still funny, but, but it's like, that's all I did. Just push negativity in the world. And then you fall in love. And guess what you got back. Yeah. Yeah. You're right though. You're right though. Uh, yeah. I felt all of that all the time because of that. You're right. Me and too. Now, I love the tragic romantic fucking aspect of, I love waking up hungover and leaving the fucking bed of some chick I didn't know. And like that there was like this, you thought you're, cause that's what your heroes then did. And then you realize that ain't living. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's low vibration, man. It's very But it's easy to say in retrospect, and maybe we had to do it to get here, and like life is a journey and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you had a, yeah, you had a, like, in my, and I'm not trying to like offend anybody watching or something like that. You, you, you had to date a bunch of blonde girls who realize they're idiots. And like, and like you, and then, and then otherwise you're going to be like, you're going to be like 40, 50 daydreaming about these blonde girls. You'll, and, then, and then like, you'll never know they're idiots. You know, I mean, you'll never, <laughs> you'll, you'll never know it wasn't worth it. You know, you'll never, like, you really? have to be, like they, they're on their own journey too. <laughs> and God bless them. God bless them. It's just not right for me. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm like, they're on their own fucking journey too. Yeah. I just feel like, like when you're, I don't know, you feel like you're supposed to do all these things like to be a man. You're supposed to like talk to like, Oh, if I'm not talking to three girls, if I'm not driving this Ferrari, if I'm not doing this, and you start to get the things that the world tells you to have and you realize how empty they are. And that's not, that's the real way of saying it. Not I just agree. insulting strangers, you know? I yeah, agree. Like yeah. I agree, man. And you have to have the things the world tell you, like to know that they're boring and 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 not real, you know. That's why. That's the sort of catch twenty two of it. And luckily, I've had them, and I'm. I think I know. I'm. I'm happier and more fulfilled now that I've focused on the real things. And look, you'll know when you have a kid. Having a kid changes everything again. Like yeah, I'm, you I'm relive to... life. You relive life. It's literally, that's what they don't tell you. You get another life to live and watch the new experiences happen. And they trigger your memories that you might have never remembered. And even the bad stuff, you go like, damn, I was fucking, that was traumatic. Like I was wounded then. And, and I'm not, and I'm going to make sure that his journey is, is that much better than mine in those sort of places where I was falling short. It's so interesting to hear you say that because, like, like you're you're like a public figure. So, like, I remember like um you talking about back in the day about like filling like uh like crystal bottles with like cheap wine and stuff like that. And, and then now you're talking about fatherhood. And, and like, like you know what I mean? So I, I feel I feel like I've just seen you grow a lot just by, by you being a public figure and being in the public eye. And I think that's like really yeah profound. yeah yeah. Look, it's those stories are still funny. But they are funny, but you've grown, and I and I love seeing that. Yeah, I love man. seeing like like the the wisdom and like the like the you know. Dude, the I coach basketball now, bro. We're in the championship on Friday. Love and basketball. like and like 
Look, I've played for fucking 100,000 people, but coaching basketball is like the highest fucking high. And like watching my kid fucking blossom in those ways is like way better than uh, any of those other stories you told that might have sound might have sounded um, fucking great at the time or whatever. Like you think that, like you said, you think that's where you're supposed to live. And really, I almost wish I started living like this earlier. Yeah, that's the. Right. But now we got a whole nother chapter. We got the whole nother chapter and we get to do it a little differently. And I get to wake up in the morning. I still like to have a drink every now and then, but I'm not going to drink 40 shots of tequila. Yeah. I did the other night. I really do. You know, it's like, I I like, uh, well, if I drink, if I drink, I'm going to go to town for real. That's how I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also had my, I I tried my own kind of uh, tequila, you know, so I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to sample it a lot, you know. But so are you gonna, making a tequila? No, but I'm trying to brand it, market it. You know, I'm trying to find my own kind of. I'm working okay. on a couple of things I probably shouldn't talk about on this thing, but uh, but yeah, no, I like uh, but yeah, no, I'm working on like uh, that and like a hot sauce and a couple of things. I'll, I'll okay, put, good, uh, good, good, good. Uh, Send uh, me a bottle of both when they're done. What if you yeah. make? Well, you should make tequila with hot sauce in it. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. We should do, we should collab on that, man. We should definitely collab. Like, uh, and I, I was looking at all these. Weird, no, this is like another weird thing of like of like growing up too. It's like I used to like like, and this is a weird story to probably tell you in, in the three hundred people watching this. But like, I used to play, play like, like action figures when I was a kid, man. Like these like wrestling action figures. And then now I'm like talking to a company that makes wrestling action figures about making my own action figure. Of course, and I'm you just are. like, and I'm just like, what? I mean, like, just like it's coming full circle, man. It's like like, like everything, everything I ever dreamed is happening, and I think that's amazing. I, and and and. I'm happy and for you. And the I'm reason I bring that up, well, thank you, brother. And the reason I bring that up is if you're watching this, you can do the same thing. You, like, anybody can do the same thing. It's like we're not special people. We just did the work. You I mean it's just like you, 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 you work, you work really hard to make awesome music, and I work really hard to copy paste sentences. You know, it's like really, uh, my my job's really tough. <laughs> Being a comedian is a tough job. You know, you hey, look, have- it's fucking Monday night. You're doing work right now. Fair, fair, fair. I just like I just like making fun of my how dumb my job is. But uh, no, but you're, I, fucking, you're working. You ain't fucking sitting on the couch. You're yeah, sitting, sitting. You're sitting there working. And that's I like. I love your optimism, man. I just want to. You should sell that, and I want to buy it immediately. Like I want. I just want. I want like bottles of your optimism, and just like just. I love. If that I could everything. figure out how to bottle it, I would fucking give it away. How about that? You'd save the world, bro. You would <laughs> save the world. Like the way you look at things, man. I, and I think that's amazing. And like. Uh, I want to hear you do some like 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 country music, man. I want to I want to see you get more into country, I, like selfishly. You like the wanna, next tune? The next tune is nice. I want to see that or hear that rather. I, I want to I want to see where that takes you, man. It's cool. It's cool seeing that and like and the world's going country right now too because we got tired of everybody pretending they're rich. I think we're like we're like oh everybody's rich in front of everybody just takes pictures in front of big things, you know? We're go, well, no, we got to retreat from the big cities. We got to go to the fucking country, whether it's the mountain or the ocean or the or the like. Great swaths of nature is what's attractive to me right now. Yeah, I know. Same. I, I just want to. Yeah, I I like the cities and I like nature. I like both. I I, I don't I love, love the cities anymore. I want a ranch. I want to grow. I grow my food. I grow tomatoes. I grow a bunch of stuff. But I want to grow a lot of stuff. You're ahead of me. That's where I'm going. Like the ranch idea is where I'm going. I think. Like, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I I love the city because the restaurant, man. I'm, I'm parked outside this Greek restaurant. Fair enough. Fair I, I enough. Go just like I want this. I do like to. Eat. I do like to. I'm I'm a foodie, and my son's actually a chef. My ten year old son is a fucking chef. He oh, cooks you're gonna for us. Why is that? 
Three nights a week he cooks for us. So, like, taking him out to good restaurants is fun. Wow, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I love the good restaurants of, of the city, and then I love the uh, I love the the country of just like I'm just just to be. Yeah, but now that's starting to fuse, and there's going to be good restaurants out in the country. And there is even there is even just not a bunch of them. I mean, it's like there is. Fair I mean, enough. We got like six restaurants in the boo. Like we run through them over and over again. Yeah, I'm in St. Louis. There's probably about 30 decent ones. But I go to the same one every day. Like my wife's like, "What do you yeah, want to go yeah. to eat?" I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, Michael's. I eat there. I eat lunch there. I'll eat dinner there. Is that the Greek spot? Yes, yeah, yeah, Michael's. Michael's Bar and Grill, bro. If you're, if you're ever in St. Louis, I, like, I'll take you there, bro. I'm like, it, okay. it's like, we'll do it. It is. It has the best, like, uh, apparently has the best euros, but I've never gotten them. And and, and apparently <laughs> they have, I, they have the best hot wings. They have the best like these salads with like chicken all over them, bro. Like this, like I mean, the charcoal chicken. We're gonna amazing. do it. We're gonna eat there when I come there to play. Yeah, I'll, I will. Yeah, I'll show you that place. And that's I literally eat there, probably every day, sometimes twice a day. You know, like I love it. I love it. But uh, but in the country, uh, my house has wheels, though, bro. So I could be, in, I could just move to the country and be in the Fair woods. Smart man, smart man. No, yeah, I could be in the, and I'm trying to. No, I, I like what you're saying with like the ranch idea. Like, uh, I think that's where we're going. Like, as people, I think people are figuring that yeah. out. Because like, because when we're we young, have have, we have to have food security. We got. Why the fuck are we buying tomatoes in the store when tomatoes are really fucking easy to grow? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That that's my biggest problem with people. They're like, they're like, oh man, like groceries are expensive. I'm like, they grow in the ground. I, mean, like, I have too many tomatoes. Yeah, and the, they just and they're keep not coming. They just keep on coming. But now we're making, you know, now I want to grow everything. That's the future, man. He's like, our food supply is poisoned, and like, uh, it is. I mean, dude. I mean just we made rid of plastic in my house. Like, literally, we are going no plastic. I need to be doing that. That's smart. That's smart. I, I still do that sometimes. Like, I'll drink out of plastic bottles like a fool. No more, dude. Yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But no. No, we just especially, grabbed, especially I got a kid now. I got to look at him and be like, fuck, I got to get him. Like, we grew up in the 80s where I did, and, like, that was the birth of all this plastic bullshit. Yeah, yeah, my mom my mom was born in, like, 66, so she, like, uh, she believes everything that's on TV and, like, anybody that wears a white <laughs> doctor's coat. I mean, they're, just like, they're, just like, they're just like, oh, yeah, like, I dressed up like a doctor, so, like, here, you want to buy some pills? You know, it's like. I mean, we're all victim to that. We're all victim to I that. I know that. I know that. Like, yeah. I was just making fun of my mom. But, no, I, I know that. But, uh. Yeah, my wife, I, my wife, however, believes no one, and so I trust her. <laughs> yeah, I just think everyone's full of shit too. I, I, I do think that, like, mostly, like, I, uh, mean, I mean, come on. Not everyone, though. You know, what I mean, I, I, I can connect with authentic people. And I think, I think, as an artist, you're authentic. I, I don't know you that well, but you seem like it. At least you don't seem like a bullshitter, really. Well, this is our I mean, second time, so we know each other a little more. Fair, fair, fair. But I'm saying, like. You know what I mean? So you never know. You never know yourself or anybody. I'm just like, and I'm not knocking. I'm just saying, like, I just never. You seem authentic, yes, but a lot of people don't. Is what I'm trying to say. Like they, they, they'll tell me things I read already, like and, and pretend it's their thoughts and personality. I like, I, 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 I could basically, I, I could basically just like hear what somebody says and pinpoint where they pretend they got that fake. When, when's your birthday? Uh, 86. Oh, uh, June 29th. June 29th. Okay. Okay. So are you on the other side of Gemini? I'm a Cancer, I believe. You're a Cancer. Not okay. Body, but also uh. Okay. Yeah, but I'm a Virgo, and that's in my Virgo nature to just really not trust the bullshit. Yeah, I could see through it most of the time, but also, you know, it's like I, I could see it through it most of the time. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's weird, yeah. I, I can tell I'm being lied to. I don't know what's happening. I can tell I'm being lied to. Me too. To. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I, yeah, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't here and there, but, you know. Well, fair. Yeah, no, we're not always right. And, like, well, in order to play in front of 100,000 people, like you're saying, you have to have some level of psychology. <laughs> like, like, you mean, like, I agree. You can't, I agree. 
you you can't just like be a performer at your level. Yeah, music is a, dude. To be a producer is psychology. To get in and produce an artist and try to wrap your head around what they're doing and why they're doing it and what they need to do is a hundred percent psychology. That's what I'm saying to be successful in it. You know, I think like uh, uh like in order to like to get where you you were at and have been and will continue to go. I I think you definitely you definitely need to understand people, man. Because I yeah, use what, this. We gotta use this and this. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, less of this. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, yeah, the less of that. But like and like, and I, and I think with like uh, with comedy, I like doing both. Like I can, t- I, I know what people don't want to hear and what they want to hear. Like, I mean, I, like I feel like well, I comedians have, like, are a hundred percent social psychologists. It's just yeah, it's like uh, it's social engineering. It's all it is. It's basically who's like your favorite comedian now? Uh, right now, probably, probably Bill Hicks, man. Probably. Oh, that's that's oh. like outright. That's out right now because we're in a comedy renaissance. Uh, yeah, but these guys are all self promote. I don't know. Uh, it's like I, I like the Carl and Bill Hicks kind of thing, but there's no one really Me like too. that, man. There's there's Me no too. like. No, but look here. I think you don't like Shane Gillis. I think he looks like yeah, his down syndrome man is a cop. Well, he knows know. that. Well, good, good. He's self worth. <laughs> he's just self worth. No, he's loud and drunk, man. It's not hard to be loud and drunk, you know. But it's like uh, and like, like no offense, don't God bless. I'm not trying to. I don't want to shit on people. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna pause. Carlin, Carlin's the greatest. Carlin's yeah. the greatest. Bill I like the greatest. But you gotta let. Don't don't hate on the Renaissance happening right now, dude. Because it's gonna feed you. I I yeah. I need to pause and like not just like hey, shit on people. You know, it's just not. And maybe comedy is hard for me to appreciate people because it's my field also. I'm competitive. I got you. I got you. So it's I like whatever. You. Like if I was in music, I, I'd probably be like, man, like, well, okay. Theo Vaughn's probably the funniest guy ever. Like just, just the sentences he says. Like he just says the He's amazing. He's brilliant. Everything he says is funny. Yeah. And I think most and he's going things, through an awakening right now. He's fucking definitely going through a, a sort of inner awakening. And like, I just think it's a renaissance, dude, because that. Comedians were scared to say anything for a while. Oh yeah, dude. No, they they tried to. No, they try. Yeah, they try to cancel you every five minutes. It, yeah, it's but that's like, over. It's over. I think it is too, bro. I think it is too. Yeah. And like, and I think that just made me big. Like, like for example, like like, like I would make fun of people and, and stuff, and then they'd be like, they would cancel me. But I, like the only time I've ever been like canceled was when I was like broke and didn't even have a job. They're like, they're like you're like canceled. I'm like, from what? I'm not even employed. They were just like, what are you like? It was just like. Is yeah, never- I know he went through a little of that too. But you know what? Just be you, dog. Well, yeah, you can't back down. That's the thing. It's like no, it, it, but but respect people and stuff. And that's why, yeah, I shouldn't be making fun of other comedians and stuff. But uh, but that's no, just like it's just my natural response is like always just like you know I'm, I'm either I'm either like fuck that dude or that dude's cool. You know, it's like this weird gray black or black. Yeah, but that's dude. your like compass point where it goes naturally. So yeah, sometimes yeah. you have to be like nah. Yeah, because like my opinion is like the story. The story sounds too fed like. Like you mean like like uh like canceled from SNL, just what everybody wants to hear, and then and he's like pushed into Rogan and all this stuff. It just sounds like he's like a fed, you know. And and, and, I, and like, I, that's amazing. But you know what? His special's hilarious. And fair, and fair, and, and art is the only thing that matters. Like, like at the end of the day, it doesn't make me laugh. And that's what that's his job, and that's what matters. Yeah, doesn't sure. make me laugh because yeah. I need to laugh. I just get like annoyed when I feel like society's being infiltrated. And it's all CIA theater, you know. It's like all the, all the truly. There's a lot funny- of that. There's a lot of that. That's my thing, but ultimately I don't know that. And that's just my opinion. And like it doesn't also, even also um truth is stranger than fiction and we're in the idiocracy, so what do you expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think Dave Chappelle's the funniest comedian in the world. I don't think we should talk about him like that. You know, but I think he, I actually think 
he is one of, but he's going more Carlin now. I don't. I just think he's like he's just telling stories now. He's not really telling jokes. Yeah, but like he's allowed to, whereas like most people weren't and aren't. You mean like if you saw the guys that were canceled and deleted from Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff like that, you saw the guys that were deleted. There were he was brave enough to say, "Fuck you, I ain't canceled." I, I maybe you're right, maybe you're right, but I, it's like I don't know. I, I'm, I'm here. Always, to, I'm here to provide an opposite uh, view for you, my. And I respect that. No, and I respect that you're yeah, you're willing to say that and and not just fake agree with me. I, I respect people that can do that. <laughs> but, I mean, anybody can just tell me what I want to hear, you know. But no, yeah. I think that, um, I don't know. I just think comedy's in a weird spot. I think I think Rogan probably is the biggest show that's ever existed. Like like just throughout time, he's like because of how he's on the internet. Like I like well, look what he's given to comedy. Come on! No, I respect that. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he's a guy right now. I respect. I respect yeah, him. He's he's putting the shine on all those guys. And he very well is. Yeah, no, that's very true. That's very true. And like, uh, yeah, I know. And like those new shows, like Kill Tony and stuff, are bringing a lot of new guys out. Kill Tony's fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're bringing out a lot of cool stuff. Like I see that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Just like it's like if you were like, uh, if you're like a football player. And like, and like, for example, like the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, so I'll say the Chiefs right now. But like, so, so if you're a football team, you're just like, you're like, fuck these other teams. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not, that's how I view it. I don't mean to, but I just do sometimes. Yeah, but talking about CIA script, look at that one. Oh, it's fake. I know that. I like, yeah, no, but it benefited my, it benefited my state, so I'm with it. You know, yeah, it's, uh, exactly. No, I mean, yeah, no, the CIA actually admitted that Taylor Swift was uh, a person, an agent to get rid of disinformation, and then they deleted the videos like afterwards after everybody caught onto it. And then like lied about it in all the in all the papers. And then that Kelsey guy's pushing Pfizer, dog. You know, he's he's like, get a Pfizer shot, poor people. You know, I'm like, holy shit, dude. I mean, it's like, and like I see through. You know what? Well, I was a fucking idiot at the beginning of that too. Like, I think I think the world preys on fear. That's why I I would rather choose the other side of it and just and and feed off of love. It's MK Ultra level marketing. They keep you in a low vibration of fear to where words are more susceptible. If you if you hear the same things three times, uh, like when you're scared and stuff like that, you're back into a corner. You're more you're more susceptible to believe it. Everyone's a victim, honestly. They're not stupid. They're victims. And like, uh, and no, like, but I was I'm also like touring made me a germaphobe. Like, uh, like meet and greets and people sweaty and getting me sick and like I was so ready for germaphobia, fucking to to go mainstream. <laughs> yeah, all, all the drunk people just put their arm around you like hey man i really like what you did in fifth class and i love them i love them but it made me seriously like retreat and be like ah uh, i just don't want to get sick <laughs> they were in the same situation they would understand it and, i know and, and, i hope so i hope so no i think so i think i think like people don't understand what it's like to be on your side and vice versa you know i think that it's like one of those things like uh but no i'm, I'm like i think the world's going to a good spot i think um if we don't go we'll to a more we're well, gonna be all right. I'm gonna keep an optimist fucking mindset, and we're gonna be all right. Yes, these like, kids, you know, these kids are an evolutionary jump. Oh wow, yeah, they definitely are. I, I like. I had a lot of nieces and nephews, and they're 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 helping me fix stuff, bro. Like they're I, like, different. I, they're different, and so yeah, my my nephews so help me. One of them is gonna figure some shit out. Yeah, yeah, they gotta save the world for us, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Because all we did was party. So we, they, they have to save the world for us now, I think. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like, oh, sorry, I just got trapped. Yeah, I got a question. Does the beard stuff make your beard grow? Uh, see, or okay. does it just make it shine? Okay. My sponsor's going to hate me saying this, but I'm going to be honest with you. I, I use it for smell. I just I think it smells great. That's oh, it's, a, it's like a beard cologne. He'll tell you it does all these things, because I, but I don't remember any of that stuff because I just use it for the smell. 
Uh, I use it because it's a very good, like, like half my body's a beard at this point. So it's, a, so it's like a very good cologne. And, and, like, and, like it, and then it makes it, like, soft and shiny and stuff like that. But, okay, so it's a softener, a shine. It's not going to make me be able to grow a beard by the time I, I'm fucking. See, I don't know. that. Like, like I said, he knows way more of that information. And he'll tell me 28 things. That okay, I tell, him, tell him to hit me up. I may want to be a, a fucking uh, spokesperson and try to grow a beard. This is all that grows. We'll do. Yeah, I'll do a thirty-day challenge with that. With Let's the do a thirty-day. Look at this. It grows in a perfect goatee, but that's it. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's that's how the top of my head looks. Where I, why I wear a hat? <laughs> I, I, still, I mean, I'm, I'm still chilling. Jealous. I'm. I'm jealous, dog. I'm jealous. I'm still chilling. I got, I got the, I got the skullet, man. I'm looking more like Hulk Hogan every day, dude. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that skullet. I'm now like, you just, you just, you turned upside down. I'm turned upside. Down. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm gonna try the beard oil on the top of my head. And I'll let you know hey, if it grows tonight. Hey, <laughs> hey, now we're talking. Yeah, but like, and I hate doing like like companies like that. This justice, like, I just pay attention to like what I care about. Like, like so I'll just hey, so that's an honest spokesperson. Yeah, they tell me like three things I care about, and I'm like, okay, I love that. I just want to smell awesome all the time. You know? I mean, I would do that, but like, this can't smell that bad. Like, this is not even. This is nothing. Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a mustache oil for you, dog. Like, yeah, <laughs> we'll do that. I, but no. I, I, if it would give me one of those, I had that. I had that at one point too. Yeah, like I, like at one point I like shaved my entire beard, but the mustache. Now it's like well, weird. You can grow, I mean, this is a fucking beard of beards, my friend. Well, it took years, man. I didn't. This is like nine years of not shaving. You know. Now it's like a fucking. It's like four beards. Yeah, it's like uh, whenever I get tired of doing entertainment, I can just shave it, and nobody will recognize me. <laughs> it's like being a member of ICP when you don't wear the makeup, you know. It's like you just like you just Shout like oh, out ICP. Shout out ICP. Dude, I had I had I had Violet J on with a theoretical physicist talking about time travel. One of the best episodes ever, like that we've done. I love that. I love Dude, that. Was, and like it's weird getting these guys. Okay, so you get a physicist, right? And you think that they're like geniuses because they tell you every five minutes they're geniuses. But then you get like Violent J from ICP, and he seems smarter than the physicist. It was like so. It was such a weird juxtaposition that I didn't predict that like a self-made man is more is 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 usually more more intelligent than like a guy that just went to college and tells you he's read a lot of books. Yeah, because yeah. that's. They hide behind the word physics and like it's like it's like if I just said math all the time and people thought I was smart, I'm like, oh math, dude. What about math, dude? You know, it's like it's yeah. like this weird like hypnotism with words, like with uh, with like um what's well, it called? association. Because who, who wrote the books? Yeah, and like and like most people don't understand physics, so you just saying physics sounds intelligent. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like man, we got this theoretical <laughs> theoretical physicist, which really just means he guesses about physics. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. And he like, guesses like, about the shit we don't know is a fact yet. Yeah, and I was super disappointed by meeting these guys. I'm a theoretical physicist. No, I, no, I am, bro. No, no, no me. No, dude, I'm I'm smart. Like I went to college. Here's my here's my degrees. That's what he did, man. He's like he's like these guys are just like, dude. I work at a college. I'm smart. I'm like you're a babysitter, homie. You know, it's like it, not, not to be rude, but it's college, like college won't exist in ten years. It shouldn't already. Yeah. <laughs> it's alone. It's, it's like, a lone creator. Yeah, yeah, it really. It's a lone, it's a lone leader. Yeah, it's like high school prepares you for factories that went overseas, and college prepare, prepares you for the other jobs that aren't there. You know, it's yeah. just like, I mean, sadly, you know, we're gonna. Re we're <laughs> but that's our that's our mentality, though. I think a guy like like a rock star is not gonna like college, and a comedian's not gonna like college. Like, I went, I went, but there's no record of me being there for sure. I was only there for a couple months. I left in the middle of the night. <laughs> you left in the middle of the night? Like, what does that mean? That's I like, didn't. I didn't want to say bye to anyone. I didn't want to have to explain, so I just packed up and left. That's what I, my dad did. That he did that same move. You know, it's like I'm your dad. 
Oh wow, that, yeah. it all connects now. It all connects. Theoretically. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I, I I feel like I could talk to you for nine more hours. I gotta keep I gotta keep these. In no, my hours. brother, I gotta eat some food and feed my child. But um, that's way more important. I than appreciate I you. You're awesome. I'm hyped. You're doing well. And likewise, man. I feel like I feel like you're giving off good energy, so I appreciate it. Hey, likewise, bro. And I think you're giving off way better energy, you know. Like, yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and if you if you want to throw out anything that people should, uh, people as soon as we say bye, people drop so hard, bro. It was it was at 200 people. Now it's at 60 when we say bye. Bro, so good. To those 60 people, I love you. I hope you have a beautiful chapter. Find me wherever you find shit, and let's fucking go together. Yeah, leave uh, leave Cisco Adler's music on while you sleep so he gets more of Spotify royalties. Um, I mean, and, and turn on every device in your house obviously. tonight. Every device obviously. in your house tonight. Put on uh, Cisco Adler on Spotify. Let's get those numbers Please. up. Okay? Please. That's a given. <laughs> Please. Uh, but, yeah, no, thank you, for, thank you for taking the time to go backwards in your career to be on my cell phone podcast. I appreciate You're that. Awesome. Um, anybody watching this, thank you for spending your Monday night watching this. I know you probably have way more important things to do. Dan Rather is gone, I guess, so you, you might not. But uh, but I appreciate you doing this. Um, I appreciate everybody watching this. I appreciate the sponsors. Without without Cisco Adler, without the people watching at home, without the sponsors, this would be a delusional man talking to himself in a in a in a bus. Still might party. be. Still might be. <laughs> no, it becomes less delusional when people take part in your delusion. It becomes, you know, it's like for real, for real. You're awesome, my right, brother. Man. I hope you have a good night and a good chapter, and we'll meet again in a few. Right? We're gonna have we're gonna have dinner at Michael's. I, yeah, definitely, brother. Greek, best Greek food in town. Let's do it. All right, later on. All right, peace, my brother.